Hello, and welcome to Composerscape. Um, this episode, we're going to be talking about the last two episodes of Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, that's right. Which were spectacular, so... Uh, Not letting us down. No, here we go. Yeah. So. Yes. <laughs> yes. This um, was actually a good way to do this because episode three was a very transitional episode. Mm-hmm. And but I then agree. episode four, you know, it hits the fan. So this yeah, it was had, good that we didn't just do episode three and then episode four. <laughs> we had some character development. We got to know a little bit more about the background of this. Um, Flag Smashers, this sort of rogue faction, which now that we know a little bit about them, um, the next two episodes do attempt, especially the more, the more recent episode really begins to humanize them. I think is a good way to put it. Um, we, we have some sympathy for what they've been through and what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it, it's good that it's not just completely black and white. Um, yeah, they're really between this and WandaVision, they're really taking more chances than they 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 did in almost mm-hmm. any of their movies. You know, it's it's yep. really interesting. Um yeah, the, especially the character it's Carly Morgenthau, right? Which uh the actress yep. Aaron Kellerman that we mentioned in episodes past. Uh, I think we first saw her in not Rogue One Solo. solo. Yep. Um, she was and, um, yeah, Lord of mercy. She was born in, I'm looking at IMDb. She was born in 98. Um, wow. she's a youngin. Yeah. Um, she needs and, to be uh, interestingly, Gordon, not gonna lie. That is that like, girl. <laughs> say again. She should be playing Barbara Gordon. No, right. Um, she is slated to be, I'm uh, pretty sure she's uh, one of the stars in this upcoming Green Knight film that I have been anxiously uh, anticipating, oh, kind of yeah. waiting for that uh, for some yeah, time. That anyway, got, like, delayed. Yeah, like most movies <laughs> got delayed. Who's holding their breath for the Black Widow film? <sighs> we all are. Can't wait for that. Um, so back to Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um. Daniel Brule is fantastic. Zemo, Zemo. right? Yep. Um, love the fact that they brought him, brought him back in it. I, I, I uh, will, we'll see what happens to him as this show nears its conclusion. Um, but I, I'm kind of hoping that, th- that he continues to have a presence in the MCU. Maybe he pops up in future films. I really thought he was going to take that serum too when he, when he smashed him. Uh, he did. Maybe we should no, talk about uh, that. Oh, Captain Daniel Brule. Uh, yeah, Zemo. You you thought that Zemo was going to grab it. I yeah, thought see, Zemo was going to take the serum because to bring that's him That's his up. MO though. Destroying. Yeah, he hates. Yeah. Yes. He he wants the a level playing field. Right. Mm-hmm. The, the idea of an Uber bench or, a, you know, some sort of master um, ruling class 
some sort of master race, you know, that's which there's some irony there with Hydra and the Nazis. But the point is he loathes superhumans. Right. Oh, so that's, that's one of his driving thing in the uh, universe with mutants. Yeah. I'm um, imagining him and Magneto do not get along. <laughs> right. Um, which, you know, may or may not be an aspect of that character from the comics. I have to admit that I don't know that I don't have that deep a knowledge of Zemo from the comics other than he's um, a, a longtime foil and villain in the Captain America continuity. Um, and another, speaking of off topic, random tangents, um, if you have you seen the Black Widow trailers, which we haven't talked about yet, and if you haven't seen, you should pause this, go watch it, and then come back. But we're, um, I, I had wondered for some time who the villain in that film is going to be, and we finally got a look at Taskmaster, who looks amazing. Yeah, it was. it's pretty good. Oh, wait, yeah. so I don't know if that's going to, media kit's going to show up on <clears throat> well, this one. We're also, we're also going to talk a little bit about Loki, and so maybe we should just bookmark this and come back to it and, and yeah. stay on topic. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, right, Taskmaster looks amazing in the Black Widow. Okay. Yeah, the Taskmaster was. So, um, I guess we're starting with episode four. Oh, I got both. I was just, I was like, to, they're kind of, well, you know, you mentioned in a previous episode that this, this is this whole thing shaping up that you could go back and watch it as like a long movie. Yeah, Kevin Feige, I'm pretty sure is who kind of explained that his vision for the show. Was that would it, it would be very contiguous, have really strong continuity episode to episode, and have the same tone and pacing and feel of one of the films. Yeah, so I was thinking, I was already kind of talking about them. Like <clears throat> episode three and four work very well. It was a, it's they they stick together very well. So I might mm -hmm. jump around. I don't think we need to specifically sure. focus on an episode. <laughs> okay, um, because I, I mentioned that because we were talking about Zemo. And then I guess it was in episode four that he he smashed the serum, one got away, and um, that led to John Walker getting it. So, yeah. So I was going to ask a question. Apparently, John Walker is a character in the comics, right? Yeah, and I mentioned that I think in our What's last episode, U.S. Like agent, agent, something or other. U.S. U.S. agent, which is this is a little goofy name, right? U.S.A. Kind of sounds like something he would US come agent. up with, though. Yeah, right. Um, and it's funny, and I, I went and looked up a little bit uh, more information uh, on him, on that character, and, you know, pretty uh, true to form, the MCU writers and those folks taking a lot of strong cues from the source material um, as far as his, his kind of origins. He was granted superpowers, not specifically, it doesn't say from a super soldier serum, but from some sort of uh, genetic or some kind of scientific experiment by the power broker, who is a character in the comics um, off. Before we started recording, we, we talked a little bit about Madripoor. Yeah, Madripoor, which uh, we had to, what, I never expect that from, from the, from Marvel. I haven't read enough Marvel. I mean, other than Wakanda, Marvel yeah. always like their heroes always live in real cities, unlike DC, right. where like, literally every hero except for Wonder Woman lives in a fictional city. Wonder Woman lives in Boston. Correct. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it's a big difference between DC and, and Marvel is that for the most And then part, all of a sudden there's Madripoor. So yeah, yeah. it's making my wife and I question is like, is that a real place? It's like, I don't yeah, think I've they heard do. of Madripoor. It looks really big. So I'm fairly certain this isn't a real place. Yeah. And then when they get in there and it's like this uh, anarchist state, yeah. city state or something, it seemed like run by this. Uh, kind of. Yeah. Warlord. Yeah. Um, and that's it, happened that, to Gotham City a few times. <laughs> yeah, we talked about um, Genosha when we started the House of M. Same kind of thing. Yeah. I think Marvel does a good job of grounding everything, sort of real world, real cities. A lot of, you know, the Avengers, Spider-Man, the Defenders continuity all takes place in New York City, where you have places like Harlem, Hell's Kitchen, very real place, Manhattan. Um, but then you get these little fictional countries like Latveria, right? The home of Dr. Doom, um, Madripoor, Genosha, these kind of places that are fictional. But even then, I think they try to ground it in some kind of locale. Like I'm just looking at like the Marvel wiki that claims that Madripoor is somewhere in the southern portion of the Strait of Malacca between Singapore Singapore and Sumatra, right? So we're looking at Southeast Asia. Um, Beautiful cinematography, the photography, right? The way that the city and um, the bridge that they're walking across. I I wanted to go look up and see where they actually filmed that. And I assumed that it was somewhere in Southeast Asia, right? And I think it turned out to be Prague. Um, Oh, okay. So that I didn't know if the bridge was in the same place because, you know, it's pretty easy to. Right. Which um, presumably they could have filmed those scenes on that oh, bridge, oh. and then the rest of the show is right. The 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 scenes in town okay. could have been filmed in. Yeah, Atlanta, it's definitely not Boston because that bridge is the same yeah. principle, but it looks different. It's that weird yep. suspension thing, but that's not the same one. Well, cool. I was I keep expecting him to drop. You mentioned Latveria or Latvira, mm-hmm. Latveria, Latveria. I, I yeah, totally expect them to randomly name drop that place at some point just to start right. setting the yeah and i thought they were going to in um one of the last two episodes but it ended up they just went to latvia so i was like really yeah. you, your big chance right there you could um so as per a conversation in a previous episode we've uh sharon carter finally arrives we could see her yep and what she's been up to and god bless her Everyone else seems to have more or less kind of gotten their lives back together and they got a pardon from the president and everyone's grateful because the Avengers basically saved the planet. Meanwhile, Sharon Carter, who was not an Avenger, she's just some government agent, right? And she's still an enemy of the state, right? She's off the grid in Madripoor in her own words. So, um, you know, who, who knows what? And who was she talking to? That's a great question. I, she I'm not real sure. She seemed a little sketch there towards the, uh, yeah. towards the end. She was like reporting on everyone's doings. I know. I'm not sure. I don't know if we can trust her or not. Um, if she's got some kind of uh, some shady deals, something going on in the background under the table. She's got other plans. Who knows? Um, yeah, she seemed mad. Yeah, a little sketchy. Um, she did save their bacon, in a manner of speaking, right? I kind of cracked up the fact that you had Falcon, Winter Soldier, and and Zemo hanging out down inside the lab talking to that guy, and she just single-handedly 
Nope, they held off all the bad guys. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's like six, half a dozen, six, seven, eight assassins, you know, thugs show up and she just takes them all out. Um, a lot of great uh, action kind of fight scenes in movies. I was trying to, this is super random, but take place in shipping yards in, in sort of rows of shipping containers. Right. Batman begins. Yeah. When he, very, when we very first get to see him. Yeah. Um, several things like that, I think in, um, daredevil show dare, like I, I was trying to think of all of them, but, uh, there's a bunch. Um, anyway, um, so she is literally the entire I, CW. <laughs> like every time they're fighting a villain, they end oh, up. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. Cheap. Um, well, she is some kind of black market art, uh, art dealer. That's how she's making a living. Apparently they, she's, she's got a little safe house and art gallery. Um, very hilarious scene of Zemo kind of doing the little white boy. Can't Which is, is a tangent that I had pre-planned in that after that happened, um, the actor, uh, apparently revealed that that scene was longer of him okay. dancing, like, <laughs> you know, getting his, 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 um, <laughs> getting it out of his system. So then on Twitter, of course, it trended, release the Zemo cut. <laughs> and within a day, Disney dropped an extended cut. And now if you go to the Marvel YouTube, I believe there's an hour, like they did one of those loop things, an hour of Zemo dancing in the club on the Marvel YouTube <laughs> channel. But here's the thing that uh, triggered all of us Snyder Cut fans because it's like, wait a minute, they do release the Zemo cut. And two days later, Disney's like, we like our fans here. Have this stupid thing. Uh, WB four years later reluctantly right. agrees. <laughs> so yeah, Ooh. that was my tangent. Um, okay, so back to John Walker. If you want to? Yeah, that's actually to him. I was uh, John Walker kind of that he was kind of the thing those episodes. Let's let's just um, especially in episode four that he had his cool. um, Homelander his Homelander origin oh, right. story there. <laughs> yeah. Well, we speculated from the beginning that it's possible he could be a little bit of a rotten apple. And um, I, I, I'd say he, he probably is a character that started out with good intentions. He was placed in this situation that he couldn't say no to, or he's a decorated soldier. You know, he's, he's really just a, um, uh, an incredibly skilled fighter and, you know, has a lot of valor and, you know, he's, he's definitely someone who you would see, you would think, okay, here's a guy that deserves a shot. If they're going to put somebody else in the costume, the shield, right. Power corrupts. And yep. he has had this kind of, um, you know, I don't know this, this corrupt sort of desire to, because of he, he feels inadequate, I guess. Maybe he feels unworthy. He's constantly comparing himself as are others comparing him to Steve Rogers. And I guess he just feels like I'm going to get my hands on some super soldiers here. I'm going to do whatever it takes to get myself enhanced. Right. So I can sort of um, lay claim to this and feel legit. Or I'm going to, you know, anybody gets in my way of that. Right. They're going to have to go through me. Um, and finally, I know we're, we're bouncing around a bit in the story wise, but we do finally see him kind of snap a little bit. 
Um, a little and <laughs> yeah, maybe more than a little, a little bit. Uh, yeah. So at some point, the question I had was he clearly took the serum as he burst out the window. Like I swear Captain America did right. in one of his movies. And I have a whole question um, about that, but please continue. When did he take the yep. serum? Exactly. Did he take it after his buddy was killed by accident, by the way, not maliciously right. or before? Cause if it's before, then he is a little more Homelander than a Captain America yep. having a bad day. So, this is a real nitpicky. Sorry, folks. Um, love the show. It's going fantastic. I love this. This is one of the only little nits to pick that I've had in the whole entire thing. Um, so she spills. She runs into Zemo, gets shot. When I say she, I'm talking about the Aaron Kellerman character. I always have to go back and look. Her name's Car- Carly Morgan- Morgenthau. Um she spills the super soldier serum for some inexplicable reason. She has it on her in a fanny pack. Yeah, why did she take it all out of the, the grave it was hiding in? That's a great that question. Was a, that was a bit yeah. of a... I don't a, know. I guess they, they had planned... How everyone... It's like everyone is deaf or something. They never hear the yeah. zombies coming. That's right. <laughs> it, it seemed implicit from the dialogue that they had planned to give the serum to some more people that maybe they had lost a couple of folks in the midst of all the fighting and everything. And they were going to make some more, they were going to build their army. So I guess they were on their way. Left some behind in case of disaster. And a fanny pack. I mean, you've basically got to, and this is going to lead me to my point here. You've got these fairly fragile, right? Doses in these, probably it's like a hermetically sealed little glass file. Same way that medications honestly come in. It looked like they were these cartridges intended to go into some sort of, you know, um, pressurized gas, like a hypodermic thing. And so, again, this begs the question, how did he dose himself? We, I'm hoping we're not supposed to assume he just cracked the thing open and drank it. I don't know. The scientist. Well, I was wondering if it was drinkable. Well, the scientist pointed out like all the clunky machinery and all the other chemicals and the ra- like got rid of all that. No, My serum is required. <laughs> super efficient, right? It's 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 um, what's the word he used? Right? It was just very, it was very efficient. Like he improved it supposedly, so that the delivery system was just going to be a needle. But he didn't say that. Maybe you do drink it. But again, why was it that in these little comic book to drink the yeah, Dr. Right. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, drink the yeah. potion and become powerful. But that was what was going through my mind. At one point, did he go, I don't know, to an urgent care or something secure just to go steal some sort of a, maybe he's got a first aid kit. He's got some kind of, you know, delivery system. Who, who knows? Yeah. So that makes me think that perhaps he did take it before they went in that warehouse, like kind of me too. DL. Yeah. Yeah. I expect that's probably the case. And he was just trying to keep it, you know, close to the, close to the chest. He wasn't sort of displaying to everyone. Hey, guess what? <laughs> I've got super so, strength now until yeah, his, the, the flag smashers really came after him and he was forced to say, uh, okay, I'm just, I'm going to throw this guy through a wall. And, and then that next fight scene ensues and, um, as expected, right? I mean, if you enhance John Walker, we've already seen that he's a very skilled fighter and he was kind of holding his own to an extent with just the shield 
without super strength. And now he's legit dangerous, right? He's a force yeah. to be reckoned with. Um, so that added a whole new dimension, I think, to how his character is going to develop. Um, I think we have the groundwork laid for how Sam and and Bucky are going to get the shield back. Um, well, yeah, we have now it's we've not got, as uh, bad for them to to, right. to get the shield because it's 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 become. And I know I keep saying this because I find it hilarious that that last scene of John Walker with the bloody shield, that was such a Homelander moment right there. That oh, was, it, was such... it was great. Yeah, very poignant. We need to do, oh, I cannot wait to do this show when the boys is back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, that was, as a matter of fact, that, that end of that episode is like, damn, I need to watch the boys again because mm -hmm. that was as that moment um on a much much smaller scale was every bit as shocking and i put shocking in air quotes because infinity war honestly wasn't that shocking you knew everyone was that thanos would do the snap right oh, but yeah. it, it felt like that it had that it's like marvel got raw right there he my wife was like did he just decapitate him and i was like i don't know but then he picked the shield up i was like maybe <laughs> And uh, oh. yeah, I like it. I like this. Yeah, yeah. It it, it almost is like <laughs> we're getting this mix of the MCU with the uh, the Netflix shows. It's it's got a little bit of that that rawness to it. That oh, definitely. Um, nowhere near as violent and graphic as as Punisher. Thankfully, um, it is Disney right. after all. But um, yeah. So, I was looking through. You know, kind of at the risk of spoiling things, obviously, this is a spoiler-heavy show. Um, just kind of looking through yes. for my own uh, curiosity here to see if, if um, anyone's listed in the cast that we still have kind of question marks about. Do we know who these people are playing? Because I don't think we're actually going to see the Power Broker. But is the, uh, yeah, the Power Broker sounds like something we're not going to see. Now, and you know what? And I'm going to say this right off after the whole vision thing. I don't, I don't trust them when they tell us that they're going to, there's going to be some huge cameo by a noted actor playing a, a Marvel character, adding a new major Marvel character, but that's what they've said. I just read about that uh, yesterday or this morning. Mm -hmm. uh, Marvel Disney claims that we're getting at some point, a big cameo by what will be a major Marvel character. And I'm like, we will see. <laughs> yeah. Well, they have released a lot of information and, and it's possible we may devote an entire episode of this podcast to what's up and coming, what they have slated and just speculate maybe and try to, mm -hmm. who knows, even, even build a little bit of a timeline as to how they're going to weave all of this stuff together with the films that they have slated. Um, and speaking of, this is a nice segue, um, films that are upcoming and what's happening in this show. We haven't even mentioned this yet. The Dora Milaje, right? We get some Wakandans show up. Oh, Because yes. obviously Zemo is not – his his absence from prison is not going to go unnoticed. Well, yeah. Right? It has and, and I'm pretty sure that that's one of the first things. Bef episode three – was it episode four? Episode three, where they break uh, him out of jail. At the end of episode yeah. three. <clears throat> and 
Sam says as much to Bucky, right? Oh, did you forget about the fact that he framed you for the, he killed the king of Wakanda and blew up the UN? Did you forget about that? I guarantee you the Wakandans haven't. Right? <laughs> he yeah. says that. And, and sure enough, um, and God, that was a, it was a great scene. How, just how deadly those fighters are. The Dora Milaje is this, you know, sort of oh, yes. guard um, for the Black Panther. And they're just complete badasses in their own right. And, you know, John Walker, that's step probably up. when he decided to take that serum. Yeah, and we heard him say as much. When he got he his ass it. whipped. Yeah, and they're not even super soldiers. Mm-hmm. No. Well, they're, I mean, just, in all just fairness awesome. to them, and he must not know, they kind of are. <laughs> yeah. Right. Just from a, like in the same way that Batman could probably mm-hmm. hold his own with Captain America yeah. because he is such a elitely trained human being to the max yep. of human potential. Plus, yeah, that, he's that really, was, really good at utilizing his own technology, right? Which it, the, the Dora Milaje, I mean, they appear to just have, you know, hand-to-hand weapons. They probably have like some mean, bits um, of armor and things like that. Likely made of um, vibranium. Vibranium, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna pull one over on it. You're mm-hmm. not gonna um, you know sort of step up on one of those folks and and expect to get very far. Um, also, they um, they have no fear because they're king's guards. They have no fear of dying. Right. So they will always fight more viciously yep. than someone like John Walker, who is, no matter what, definitely afraid yep. of dying. Um, so I mentioned this uh, earlier. I think, um, uh, again, I was trying to tie this together with our, our previous train of thought, right? Talked about the, the films that are slated, that are upcoming. There is still a second Black Panther movie in the works. And I think the big speculation there is that we're likely going to see Shuri is very likely going to step into the role, possibly. Or it may be one of the, who is the the head actress uh, in the Dormelage, the actress that played Michonne Guerrero, uh, Walking Dead. Yeah. Um, so um, I that think would that's be the awesome. speculation there, right? That we're going to get to see. Um, uh, one of those folks step into the role, but yeah, it's, and, and it's possible if we continue to see some Wakanda involvement in the plot of this show, that they're going to set up a plot thread that'll take us, you know, somewhere in the future, they'll be able to pick that up. Um, yeah, that's a good point. This clearly is not connecting at all to what I'm assuming is can only assume is going on simultaneously in New Jersey with Wanda Maximoff, which is yeah. connecting to Dr. Strange. Um, and we're not, Given Dr. Strange cl- connecting to Spider-Man. So those are, I think they're, they're going back to two threads like they yeah. did with you had Captain America's story, which eventually wound back affecting everything. And then that moved back to, to the main thread, but you had this, you have the, the mystical thread, uh, the space thread, actually the, the my favorite, the, uh, it, it was, what was it? Androids, um, aliens, and <laughs> androids, yeah. aliens and wizards. Was that what it was? I think and so. then there are no wizards. They, those are kind of the three threads. You have, you know, yeah, you yeah. have space, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, earth problems, and right. mystical problems. Yeah. And I feel like yeah. they'll go off on their own. And when they merge is when you need the Avengers. <laughs> um, that's a good theory. So, yeah, we're not given a clear idea time frame wise if this is happening simultaneously, if this is happening before, if it's happening after. It's just a good thing to point out. You know, in the comics, you feel like, well, call the Avengers. Why isn't anyone called uh, 
you know, somewhere back in the States and, you know, it's planet earth. You can't keep up with literally everything that's going on everywhere. And, you know, so far until John Walker, um, you know, got showed up on all these viral videos that, you know, I'm sure these people are uploading at the same people went on Facebook live and they all got their cameras out, right. Taking pictures and video, John Walker trying to decapitate somebody with the shield. Um, yep. now, now the, the gig is up, but, um, yeah, you, you can't, they, they're not omnipotent, right? They can't know everything that's going on everywhere. And as far Isn't as the Avengers credible threat at this point. Yeah. In to to some degree or another, yes. Um, I kind of got the, the feeling that that's what um, Falcon's doing. Falcon's kind of become like the one man Avengers in their yeah. absence. Since there's no existential threat to the world, he just handles normal day to day superheroing. While Wanda's off in Crazy Land, um, mm-hmm. um, the Hulk has become smart. Hulk and is probably doing whatever he does now. Sciencing, Stark's dead. Captain America's a hundred thousand years old. Um, Spider Man's in high school, so he's you know got homework. Uh, right. Doctor Strange is strange. Who am I forgetting? The Guardians of the Galaxy and Thor. At the yeah. end of Endgame, they they're gone. They're out in space, and I assume Captain well, Marvel is too. So that pretty much leaves Falcon, right? Ant Man. Right. But. And so we are, we're getting another Guardians of the Galaxy film. We're getting another Captain Marvel film. Um, and Thor is, right, that's that's really what's Thor is coming now. Yes. So and the Doctor Guardians Strange are and in Thor. Thor, right. And and these are these are things we're going to see, I think, in the, the soonest, right? And these things at this point, I believe, have a 2022 release date. I think, I think Black Widow is the only MCU movie we're getting this that's year. That's finished. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's actually completed and ready to go. You know, we were supposed to get that last year. Um, thanks to COVID, theater shut down, right? So um, we're going to get the Doctor Strange and the Madness of the Multiverse, I think, is the um, the next thing coming after that. And then Thor, Love and Thunder. And wow, we're going to get a lot of plot threads that things are going to go in a lot of different directions. Then as far as the fate of some sort of future Avengers film, to my knowledge, that doesn't exist at this point. Another Avengers time. They're they're not going to announce that until it's, it's, it, we, they show us a slate, but you know, there's more planned. (laughs) Unlike WB who freaks out when they get bad reviews and trashes their whole good slate and replaces it with something else. But, um, yeah, it, it's really interesting because um, I believe Faggy said that Spider-Man, um, the last Spider-Man movie, was not the end of the... We're still in that phase, the same phase with Endgame. He, the new phase has not started yet. I think that's going to be Multiverse of Madness. So we're still dealing with repercussions. Falcon and Winter Soldier and WandaVision and Loki are all dealing with repercussions of, of, as they call it now, the blip of, yep. of what happened in Avengers Infinity War and Endgame. Um, well, do we want to speculate? Do we want a tinfoil hat? Anything that's currently where that the, the direction of Falcon and Winter Soldier? Well, Falcon and Winter yeah. Soldier, uh, it, along with that, we uh, we watched Falcon and Winter Soldier, and then when we were starting it, 
my wife was talking about, okay, so how weird is it that Steve Rogers, if he went back in time, then Sharon Carter is his niece, grandniece, and would have known that this person that she would like almost had a romantic in thing with yeah. was right. him. Yeah. Um, but then that we, I was like, let's watch this Loki trailer because it 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 actually has a an interesting segue. And this, this is going back into the um, talking about the whole MCU in that. Yeah. They show the fact that there are variants now because <laughs> yeah. um, no, no matter what Captain America did, he wasn't able to correct what Loki did. So the timeline yeah. is no longer linear in the Marvel yeah. universe. Um, and, uh, and we're going to cook everyone's noodle if we try to tease all that apart. But yeah, I'm super yeah. excited about this show because it is going to, I think for lack of a better way to put it, it's going to capitalize on this whole idea of divergent timelines and parallel realities. And you've got the introduction of, in this trailer anyway, some sort of time cops Yes, this it very much reminded me of the um, uh, uh, the Legends of Tomorrow, the um, the time. Yeah, what were they called? The I think they eventually got destroyed. But what the the their captain was is they were trying to fix variants yeah. in the timeline. But this yeah. pair right here, um, Owen Owen Wilson <laughs> Owen and Wilson and Tom Hiddleston <laughs> together. Um, I didn't even know he was going to be in this show, and then I saw the trailer, and I thought this is just perfect. Oh, all their dialogue, just what they showed, was gold. I cannot wait Absolutely. for that. Absolutely. But and I and it's, I think this this Loki thing, there it's going to be fun. They're going to be going through time, but I think it's also going to connect things and then thrust us into what's coming in the future of the MCU, and it'll be good to see that. Yeah. And um, as for Falcon think, Winter Soldier, wow, they just that let's just for a minute before we wrap up, let's talk about that that ending more. Yeah, yeah. Cuz it just left us there with John Walker holding the bloody shield which by the way is one of the best most brutal shots in a straight yeah. MCU non-Daredevil Jessica Jones, <laughs> Luke Cage, whatever. Yeah. Just him standing there with the shield with the blood on it doing the Captain America pose while everyone's videoing him. Right? Well, you've got a, a tension in the air so thick. You right, you could cut it with a knife. You, Sam is there. Bucky is there. Mm -hmm. The world is watching, and the whole situation is just balanced on a knife's edge. And I think you know, it was as cliffhanger endings go. Oh my God! Like, what are we going to start out with in the next episode? I mean, is it going to pick yeah, right up? We're going to get some crazy chase scene or something where they're going to, I mean, they're obviously going to end up fighting. Obviously. Right. You're going to get a situation where John is, becomes a fugitive or, you know, the government is suddenly trying to, you know, rein him back to put him back on a leash. Everyone's going to find out other, like you got your hands on some super soldier serum. Clearly. He could also try and do what, um, Clark did in uh, Man of Steel and simply he's like, he's like, I'll be the good guy now. And except that Clark was never the bad guy, but you know what? He's just like, he's like, and then Lois is like, you're wearing handcuffs. He's like, eh, it makes him feel safe. He may do that type of thing. He's like, you know what? You're right. And then he'll, but it, it'll be a, a twist to it. It could, they could go in any number of directions. I honestly, at this point, 
they've actually <laughs> achieved the level of writing where I go into a, a Marvel thing not knowing what to expect, and that's so nice. That reminded me. Yeah, um, David, they, they, they did that a few, like the Black Panther. Uh, I remember going into that and expecting one thing and then getting something different. And I was like, well, okay, right. cool. Yeah. And um, I agree. Know, Winter Soldier, uh, Captain yeah. America, Winter Soldier, that, that as well. Right. That, like, that was um, like the born identity with super soldiers. <laughs> right. Absolutely. So, yeah, um, they, and I think we've known, we mentioned this earlier, we'll drink our tea on this one. I think everyone has probably known that John Walker was not going to wind up being that he, he is an antagonist in this, in this story. Um, mm -hmm. But the way that that's happened, how that character has developed, obviously has some complexity. It's not black and white, ironically, like a comic book villain. Um, and they, they've definitely kept us surprised along the way. Um, the fact that we completely forgot to mention this, um, the fact that Morgenthau, Car Carly, um, was able to find and get in touch with Sam's sister. Um, I, I had a question about that. Like, how did, how exactly did she manage that? When did she have I time? She to... lot of, I think we're going to find she has a lot of connections. Okay. And that's what I was going to say, because of that, like, normally it's like, yeah, we'll go on and predict the next thing to happen. But that, when you, when you asked that a minute ago, I was like that in scene with him in the bloody shield. It's like, yeah, no, everything's out the window at this point. I got <clears> no <throat> idea where, I mean, spitballing the, um, the flag smashers will continue to be a more sympathetic group, but on the same token, they've already set off. A, they've already started getting a little sketchy, so they may have trouble. Oh yeah, staying the true path. Yeah, and um, there's dissent within their ranks. Yeah, so that I don't know. That's going to be interesting to see that, and then what's going on with Sharon Carter and who's she talking to, um, and all of that on the fringe. Maybe of the power broker. Right, yeah, she may be actually working for the power broker. Maybe she is the power broker. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> now that'd be a lot, but yeah. Be. So, um, yeah. Oh, okay. The show does not disappoint, and no. we know how many episodes we're getting. Are we getting six, seven episodes? Six episodes. We have two left. Oh. So yeah, you're right. And they may definitely be fighting in the next episode. I think so. Wow, they've opened it. So they opened a lot of threads. Are they going to close all these threads? Maybe I not. Doubt it. I think it's a lot of what we talked about today is that we've got a lot of avenues open to explore some plot threads in upcoming shows and movies. Um, yeah, there's there's just a lot here. I mean, it's that's the again the writing so good because it's such a satisfying kind of cinematic experience and you get a lot of character development. You get to see a lot of, I don't know, emotion, I guess. And, and uh, the, the act, the actors, right. The casting is, is so good. Yeah, but this one's going to need a season two. Yeah. The, I think the point here is that you get a lot going on all at once and it definitely bears watching multiple times because you get these plot threads and things happening in the background. You get details about other things happening in the MCU that 
in some cases is maybe just a sentence or, or a comment about something. And that's just going to, mm-hmm. right. That opens the door for this, a whole other line of speculation. But meanwhile, we have this more immediate story, this more immediate threat. Um, what's going to happen with the flag smashers. Sam clearly empathizes with them. And he's, he tells this to Carly he says, I understand you. Right. Um, God, we didn't even mention the fact that, you know, that was where we really start started to see John Walker just strip a gear, right? Sam was just on the verge of having her kind of talked down to a level where, yeah. okay, we felt like, okay, well, let's sit down at the table. Let's come to the table. Right. Let's see if we can't come up with some kind of a diplomatic solution to this. Let's pool our resources. Let's get people on the phone. Walker's like, I'm sick of waiting. I'm ready to get my hands on some super soldier serum. Where is it? Right. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> um, the, the writing here has been great. I think um, mm-hmm. we get we get a really satisfying experience with all of these layers. So. Um, and now a word from our sponsors. Um <laughs> Super Soul. Well, no, we're going to wrap up this episode and come back uh, later uh, with our next episode. We're going to do our book club. Mm-hmm. Um, House of M. House of M. And we're going to be talking about issues three and four when, when it really gets good because that's when Logan shows up. And yeah. then I realized reading that that Logan is his last name. And now I'm so confused. It's like, <laughs> te- okay, well, I'll save that. We'll talk all about Logan. <laughs> Right. James. Yeah, we'll do that the next episode. Um, Don't forget to like and subscribe and we'll see you next time. Don't drink any super soldier serum. It's meant to be injected. Don't drink that stuff. Yeah, that'd probably be bad. (laughs) 